everyone, and welcome back to Findings in Early Childhood Development. I'm your host, Rachel Kubelis, and on this channel, I discuss the profound work of theorists along with how theories are applied in the classroom. There are numerous theorists who make up the field of early childhood education, such as Erickson, Vygotsky, and Skinner. But today's focus is on a theorist unlike no other, John Piaget. Before beginning my study in the profound field of early childhood education, just a little, a little over two years ago at Seneca College, which, if you don't know, is located in Toronto, Ontario, I was unaware of who Piaget was or how his theory of cognitive development impacts the way educators analyze the development of children. But now, as a growing educator, I'm here today to assist those who may be unaware of Jean Piaget like how I was two years ago. In today's podcast, I will be discussing who Jean Piaget was, what his theory is in the do- domain of cognitive development, how others critique his theory, and how his theory of cognitive development can be applied in the field of early childhood education. Before I begin expressing about Jean Piaget, I would like for you all to think deeply about this quote throughout the podcast that he said himself. When you teach a child something, you take away forever his chance of discovering it for himself. Our role as educators is to educate the young minds of children, but this is a quote that I as an educator live by. We should give children the opportunity to make discoveries on their own as this develops a part of their cognitive development. Just a little over a year ago, at my school-age placement, the children had an interest in slime, but expressed that they have never made it before. Instead of myself teaching the children step-by-step how to make slime, I provided an in-depth instruction list along with the materials for the children to do themselves. This gave the children the opportunity to use their cognitive development, which is what Piaget is all about. When you are finished listening, If given the chance, head over to my forums and share time where as an educator, either inside or outside of the classroom, you gave a child or children the chance to learn something new on their own without your assistance. Now, let's dive into it. Who was Piaget? Jean Piaget was born on August 9th 1896 in Switzerland. At the young age of 10, Piaget was captivated with mollusks, which if you don't know is invertebrates that include snails, snugs, mussels, and octopus. This interest led to his papers being widely published when he was a teenager. Later, in 1918, he received a PhD from the University of Neuchâtel, where he was studying zoology. That same year, under Carl Jung and Paul Egan, Blouillier, he studied psychology for a semester at the University of Zunrich, where Piaget gained a deeper interest in psychoanalysis. Unfortunately, on September 16, 1980, he passed away at the age of 84. Now, you may be wondering, Rachel, why is Piaget so important in education? Well, I'm here to display why. Jean Piaget is well-known in early childhood education for his theory on cognitive development, also known as Piaget's stage theory. Within this 
theory, there are four stages that begin at birth up until adolescence. These stages include sensory motor, pre-operational, concrete operational, and formal operational. To some, these stages may look like a bunch of letters put together, but I'll break down each stage for a better understanding of Piaget's thoughts and ideas. To begin, the sensory motor stage begins from birth up until two years of age. In this stage, infants build an understanding of the world around them by being able to coordinate sensory experience, such as reflexes, being object-oriented, coordination with both vision and touch, and the use of primitive symbols. The next is the pre-operational stage, which happens between ages two to seven years of age. The reason why it is called the pre-operational stage is because the children are not yet able to perform operations. Within this stage, children begin to understand the world around them using words, images, and drawings. They are also beginning to reason. However, the children's cognitive understanding is overtaken by magical beliefs. In my own practice, which occurred in my first semester of being a placement student at a center in Toronto, Ontario, I witnessed children in the preschool classroom widely using their imagination when it came to free play. Often it was seen that children would pretend a teddy bear was a baby, a wooden block being a car, or even the beat of a drum as a heartbeat when they dressed up as doctors. I believe using your imagination is a great way for children to express their creative side, thoughts, and their feelings. I was truly amazed to see children, as young as two, being able to use their creative minds to establish imagination when it came to free play and objects. Next, we will have a look at the concrete operational stage, which is approximately seen in children ages 7 to 11 years of age. We will begin to see children reason logically by applying their reasoning to specific examples. This means children are now able to use their heads to solve and work out problems and can classify objects. The last stage is the formal operational stage, and this occurs when a child reaches 11 years of age and older. This is when children can think rationally about concepts and events, along with being able to understand success and failure, love and hate, and gain a deeper understanding of who we really are. We can form compassion towards others, which allows for us to understand why someone behaves a certain way. With this being said, Piaget believes humans need to conquer his four stages of cognitive development in their lives in the sequence he prescribes in order for humans to reach full human intelligence. There are a few psychologists and scholars who have evaluated Piaget's stages and do not agree with every bit he is indicating. First, Canadian psychologist Rochelle Gelman, who is a professor at American institution Rutgers University, opposes to Piaget's second stage, pre-operational, as in her words she indicates. Piaget may have underestimated the cognitive skills of preschool children. Some research argue that under the right conditions, young children may display abilities that are characteristics of Piaget's next stage of cognitive development, the stage of concrete operational thought. As well, most developmentalists agree that the stages of cogn cognitive development which children show are not as set out as Piaget indicated. 
Children have the capability of showing cognitive abilities at an early age and can be educated at a higher cognitive level early in life. I do have to agree with them as not all children develop at the same time. I know some children who are able to speak at eight months old, but others who do not begin until they were two years old. Each child will reach Piaget's stage theory in different times, and as educators, we need to keep that in mind because all children are unique in their own way. Although these scholars do not agree with some of the ages Piaget has indicated for his stages, they do acknowledge that Piaget was a genius when it came to observing children cognitively as he was the founder for the present field of cognitive development. Without Piaget, I'm not sure how child development, but more specifically, cognitive development and early childhood education would be as well researched as it is in 2021. To tie together Jean Piaget's theory, I'll be reflecting upon my own practice and indicating how his theory shapes the views of early childhood educators and our practice. Being a placement student in the past is something I'm truly grateful for because during my two years of college, I was able to gain experience with a variety of age groups being infants, toddlers, preschoolers, kindergartens, and school-age children. I was able to take my knowledge gained in the classroom from my professors and apply it to my practice and reflect upon anything I needed to work on. I was able to look at PJ's stage theory and see if those children were in fact developing cognitively in the science stage for their age. An example of this was when seeing preschool children developing with the pre-operational stage as their imagination and magical beliefs were through the roof. These materials surrounding them and imagine them as something else which fit the activity they were doing. For example, they were playing uh, with a teddy bear and imagine it as an ill child. Another example is the school-age children I was with were able to show educators and I that they were able to connect and bring outside examples. During circle time, we were discussing how plants grow and a child indicated she was growing fruits and vegetables with her grandfather and her duty was to water the plants each day in the morning. This indicates that the child was able to understand the discussion and refer to a present time in her life. As educators, seeing and hearing the children develop within Piaget's cognitive theory gives us so much joy because seeing children grow in a, is a beautiful gift. His theory allows for us as educators to understand developmentally where the children are at and guides us as a tool for when it comes to curriculum planning. However, the implication to this is if a child is not within the stage for their appropriate age, educators tend to assume there's a cognitive delay and insist to parents or guardians to get their child tested. We must remember to not make assumptions about a child and keep in mind that every child will develop at a different time within their life. And there's nothing wrong with that. Precisely, each child is unique in their own way. Thank you everyone for tuning in today to gain a deeper perspective on the theorist Jean Piaget. Tune in next week on findings in early childhood development to see who I will uncover next. Have a good day, everyone.